Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, one minute at a time. I'm Caroline Slater. And I'm her brother, Sean. And this week we are talking about Minute 48. It starts with Miles searching for Peter and ends a minute later with Kingpin setting a deadline. What did you end up naming this minute? Headbutt. Yes, that is. Yeah, there's both a head, a butt, and a headbutt. In this minute. <laughs> it felt really appropriate for many reasons. But yeah, that moment made me laugh every time I watched it. I'm like, oh my gosh. But we'll get to that. We should just get into it now. Well, I just wanted to say one thing before that is um, the split screen of when Miles is searching. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I love how they make this air duct feel small. Like, oh. a lot of times, just air ducts are these massive, like, things in movies where mm-hmm. it, it's still a pretty big air duct. Oh, yeah, you can, like, crawl all fours in there. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do like the fact that they at least make it seem that, like, it's not, it's a little bit tight. And, yeah, that cut of, like, looking behind Miles and looking in front of Miles as he's crawling through it is, is, is glorious. It's so good. And I love how then they like bring it back to just a one like screen by having him run into Peter's butt. Yeah, and, and Peter's little booty jiggle just <laughs> perfect. Jiggle. The bounce, I love it. It's great. Yeah. It's, it makes me smile every time. Every time. And then Miles just, he needs to learn personal space. A little bit here. Um, like, he only just met Peter and. Like, okay, but how though? They're in a vent. <laughs> yeah, he could just, you know, stay back there instead of crawling up underneath Peter like he does. Good point. In Miles' defense, though, he is trying to warn him about Kingpin. He's like, no, you need to. I'm forcing you to listen to me. If yeah. I stay back there, you're not going to listen to me. I'm forcing you this time. And it does feel like a very, like, younger sibling thing to do, of just like, I'm coming up there whether you want me to or not, here I come. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I have done things like that in my childhood, where I'm just like, nope, I'm sitting right there whether you want me or not. (laughs) Yeah, and this is just another one of those, uh, like we said at the beginning of the week, those, like, younger sibling things that Mm -hmm. Peter and Miles have together, that Miles does to Peter. Yeah, um, there's there's this great moment. First, Peter is like, get, get get back outside, like get away from me. I don't want to be near you. But Miles has this amazing line, and we've mentioned, we kind of hinted at it in the previous minute. We get to talk about it now, and I really want to talk about it. And Miles very passionately. I know I said my last minute like we heard line. This might be my favorite serious line delivery of his. He has a few, but this one's really good. And Miles just goes, I can't sit there and let Spider-Man die without doing anything about it. I'm not doing that again. Yeah, and that's definitely, like, th- this is Miles' reason that we see he, like, gets motivated out at the rock of, like, going from scared and being like, no, I, I can't live through that feeling again. Mm-hmm. And there's two things. I really want to kind of do maybe a bit of a dive into through night. Yeah. There's a great pause right after from Peter when Miles says that line. 
And I never noticed this before. And I actually had to go back and rewatch this a few times to make sure I didn't miss it. Or I didn't imagine it. Peter's body language really shifts after that line comes out. It's almost like Peter, for the first time, realizes why this is so important to Miles now. Yeah, he he gets his motivation for doing this. This is like... I'm, this is when Peter realizes that the other Peter was Miles's Uncle Ben moment. Kind of. Not his Uncle Ben moment, but more of his, like, oh, there's more than he just lost their, his Spider-Man. Like, there's more to this. Well, that's his Uncle Ben moment. It's like, he gets these powers, he doesn't want them necessarily at first, and then, like, mm-hmm. Peter comes along, says he's going to teach him, and then he loses that Peter, partly because he didn't do anything with those powers, even though, like, at the time, he probably couldn't have done anything. He just feels like yeah. he didn't do anything to help. And so that's his, like, oh, I should have done something to mm-hmm. save Peter slash Uncle Ben. And, like, that's his okay. his click of, like, oh, okay, this this is me at the beginning of my journey. Okay, I see, I see where you're coming from then. Yeah. Okay, I see where you're at. Um... Yeah, and, like, it's just a great moment for Peter. Like, you really almost see him soften right there. Yeah. Before we move on, I want to talk about one other thing. We talked about uh, this being Miles' and Uncle Ben moment. And do you think, this is a bit more theory-ish, but do you think that, like, Miles' guilt of not doing anything to help Peter beforehand really is influencing his promise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, I think with the way, like, the line he delivers here is pretty much cementing that of, like, okay, yeah, the promise that he made to Peter was, like, motivated by that guilt, and he kept telling himself, or at least saying out loud, that that Mm -hmm. was the reason that he was doing it was because he promised. Mm -hmm. But... Like, I think his personal reason was, and like the one he wanted to kind of keep to himself up until this point, was just that um, that it was because he didn't do anything that he should have been able to save, you know, however ridiculous a notion it is, that he should have been able to save Peter by um, helping him somehow. Yeah, it almost feels like Miles has almost blames himself for Peter dying in many ways. Yeah. Because it's like, well, if I could have... Obviously, it's never said in in the movie, but you really get... This is really the first time I've really thought about it. Like, analyzing this has really made me think of other aspects of this movie that I never thought of before. Um, But you really see Miles throughout kind of being almost like, if I could have helped him, if I could have done something, then none of this would have happened. Peter would still be here, and I... Wouldn't have crazy hobo... Wouldn't have broke janky, <laughs> broke hobo teacher. Spider-Man <laughs> He'd have cool, blonde, you know, smart, sexy yeah, Peter. Yeah, I'm like, who knows where that story would have went? Like, it would have been very cool to see that story. Yeah. And, like, who knows if Miles even would have really... Then, like, maybe he could have chosen whether or not he wanted to be Spider-Man or not. Because Peter's like, well, I can at least show you the rope, so he could then at least control his powers. 
whether or not he became a hero with them probably really would have been his choice it's it's also interesting how it kind of like what you just brought up is paralleled in the comics Mm -hmm. peter and miles never really interact with each other at all ever Mm -hmm. he never meets peter before Mm -hmm. peter dies and then he just kind of takes up his mantle and then eventually like when aunt may aunt may gives him peter's web slingers Mm -hmm. and they at the like two-year anniversary of peter's death they have a little like get together of peter's close friends um friends and family and so like aunt may's there mj gwen's there and then aunt may invites miles and and there's also some other like superheroes that knew peter Mm -hmm. but like one of the things miles brings up is he's like i don't you know this doesn't really feel right for me to be here because i never met peter Mm -hmm. and like sometimes i wonder like if he would be okay with me taking up his mantle and like not pretending to be him but continuing on his legacy like would he be okay with me coming in and stepping and becoming the new spider-man yeah and doing that with him and then like later on peter comes back from the dead spoiler alert for a 10 year old comic Um, (laughs) actually i don't think it's i don't think it's actually 10 years old but for like a six or seven year old comic (laughs) i don't actually know if he really i'm pretty sure he comes it's it's complicated (laughs) a peter comes back he has all the memories of the previous peter and at first he's like demanding like he's a little upset at miles and he's like give me back my web shooters like i I didn't say you could do this but then after Mm -hmm. him and miles like team up kind of uh for a little bit he's like okay yeah no like this was a this was the right choice like you get to be spider-man and then he goes off into the subset with mj i don't know what happens to them Uh, the world kind of ends soon after that so it doesn't really matter Cool. Um, cool. Spoiler alert again. <laughs> what? How positive and uplifting. Um, so I don't know what they were, you know, if if they had plans past that mm-hmm. to bring Peter back in, or if that they brought him back specifically because they knew the world was going to end. <laughs> like this was this was like soon after that is when they do the um, Secret Wars storyline, which is literally when the like Miles's universe is destroyed and like a couple people from that universe are brought over into the um the like main continuity <laughs> and obviously his peter isn't one of them mm-hmm. but there's still a peter around but anyway, miles is miles miles his mom and dad are brought over okay. and i know My- miles is brought over with his memories and then like his family's brought over so like uncle aaron's brought back because uh, oh. uncle aaron had died mm-hmm. um uncle aaron's brought back his mom's brought back from the dead as well um, his dad's brought over, and I don't remember, like, what part of their memory is intact. Because, like, Miles had revealed to his dad that he was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I, I forget if he has to re-tell them that. I think he does. So, like, I don't think their memories are back. Mm-hmm. But they're still there. And then, like, he's still friend. Like, Ganke's there. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't, I don't, like, I don't remember exactly if it was, like, his Ganke brought over, Genki, mm-hmm. um, whatever his, however you say it. Um, I don't remember if he's brought over or if it's just um, like he is still, his life is sort of carried over and made sure to be brought in. And it's the same, for the most part, like 90% of the same core people in his life are with him. Okay. 
Miss um, Marvel's an, another one yeah. of them. I think that's brought over, maybe. And so, swinging back around to the minute, I like how Peter, like, takes that in, understands what's going on, and then immediately has to kind of make a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with it, where he's like well you know most people in the workplace try to kill me um and so i'm like it's kind of that i'm not used to working with a team mm-hmm. sort of thing which just like fits in with you know his personality but it, it, it was it was kind of funny it's like that thing where like you know someone can't take a serious situation so they get uncomfortable and immediately have to make a joke about it mm-hmm. um about something and, and that's what peter kind of reminds me of is there's times where he is serious but sometimes if he's caught off guard with the seriousness or he's not the one to initiate the seriousness um sometimes he has to like make a joke to get out of it because he's not prepared for it mm-hmm. the one thing i do just really appreciate about this moment too real quick before we get back into the more lighthearted, jokey thing is I like that Peter doesn't really push for more questions yeah. or for more answers. Like, he doesn't be like, what do you need? Like, what? Because who knows how Miles has responded to that and obviously, since they're not in the moment to really talk about that at the moment. Yeah. But it's like, he understands. It's like, okay, this is a little different than I initially thought. And, and I th- I think that is kind of like how I brought up earlier is he doesn't need to elaborate or Miles mm-hmm. to elaborate at all because like I feel like this is Miles's Uncle Ben moment and because Peter knows what it was like with Uncle Ben he doesn't have to dig any deeper because he already knows exactly what Miles is feeling. Yeah and I love how the joke too is not some snarky sassy quip either it's like kind of genuine in a way yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's still funny in a joke of like, well, people are usually trying to kill me. But he says it so sweet and genuinely, like in so soft of a tone that you can see there's a he's kind of warming up to Miles now. Like this this is a big moment for their relationship. Yeah, and then continuing on with the minute, I love the shot that shows them looking down through the grate at uh Doc Ock and how like, I just think it's a really cool looking image of them just squeezed together and the way, like, it's uh, just show, like, Peter taking up, like, two thirds of the, <laughs> the, the vent and, and Miles, like, <laughs> squeezed ever so tightly in there and um, just looking down through the, the slots at, at Doc Ock. I love that Doc Ock sits on a, sits on a yoga ball. Yeah, it, it <laughs> like, fits. It feels like it would fit with this version of her, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not something weird. Like, it, it doesn't seem out of place for her to do that. No, if anything, it, I feel like it, like, sort of fuels her personality a bit, where it's like, oh, okay, we get an idea of her. Her, her. her design and, like, the yoga ball really does make me think of, like, you know the stereotypical art teachers? Like, high school art teachers? Yeah. Like the ones that are like, you have to go with the flow. Like the- yeah, I was going to say, she feels like a hippie from the like 80s that sold her soul. Yeah, um, but she's a scientist and like yeah. doesn't talk like that, and I kind of love it. <laughs> One thing I also noticed uh, in 40 seconds, when we're looking at Kingpin, you can see Miles and Peter in the background in the vent. Yeah. I never noticed that before. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, hey. 
Like, that was so funny. Yeah, like, if, if Kingpin had been, like, a foot to the to his right or to the left on screen, like, you know, had been a foot over, then Peter would not have been able to get, get her password. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, he gets that password fast, too. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, he, yeah. I love his, like, got the password. Okay. <laughs> I do want to talk about how when Doc is, Doc Ock is talking Kingpin about uh, the dangers of using the uh, collider again. And we get three images, and there were two things I noticed that really, one made me smile, and the other one made me kind of laugh. The one that made me kind of laugh is that in the middle panel, it looks a lot, there's um, three people there, and behind them is like this giant pillar of all of the stuff. It looks like the same pillar where someone's like, I think it's a Banksy. Yeah. Well, there's a woman in there who looks like she's taking a selfie with it. <laughs> Which just makes me smile. Like, that, I legit laughed at that when I noticed that. I, like, paused it for another reason. And I was just looked up and like, is that woman taking a selfie? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that made me smile was in the panel right next to that one. We get another visit. From our favorite disco slash copy shop, Foam Party. <laughs> yeah. Like, all of the glitches in Foam Party, I'm like, just made me... First off, I was so happy to see Foam Party again. Second, the glitches in it are make me smile ear to ear. They're so fun. That's all I really had for that moment. Like, I just I just thought they were... Like, they, seeing Foam Party made me smile. I'm like, oh my gosh. I never actually realized they brought Foam Party back. Yeah. I, I think because, like, one of the glitches is, like, there's, like, a almost a standard coffee shop type of awning that gets glitched through it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's just, like, a store, like, a pizza shop. And I was like, wait, that says Foam Party. <gasps> I thought it was just a really fun callback that I had never noticed I'm also, in, in those glitched ones, I'm also curious how those skyscrapers are staying in place right because they're like just sticking out at like a 45 you know mm -hmm. 90 degree angle from the the thing those should definitely have way too much weight and should have collapsed already Dude, it's impressive yeah the cleanup on that is going to be just ridiculous oh it's going to be terrible <laughs> absolutely horrendous it looks cool though <laughs> oh yeah definitely i do like how Peter, like, they were undercutting the, the stakes of it, though. Yeah. By, like, Peter going, like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 basic Spider-Man. Yeah, this is pretty standard. <laughs> like, you get used to it after a while. Yeah, he's going to say, You have 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then it comes to the camera, You got 24 hours. Yeah. And I'm like, what a great way to kind of, like, call out that you're using a really cliche and cheesy line, but in such a funny way. And I love how they undercut the stakes for a laugh, but then immediately had to be like, oh no, actually, this is, like, bad. That um, happens in the next minute, or it's, like, actually, yeah. it's all bad. But yeah, um, no, it's but so they have great. To immediately, like, they have to be like, oh, you know, this isn't that big of a deal. But then they're like, oh, no, actually. Actually, like, no, actually, like, oh, it is yeah, a pretty big deal. Big deal. It's like, um, actually, it is. I was lying. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a liar. No, that was a short minute, but an amazing minute that has some 
fantastic character emotion moments and some great laughs. That's how you know it's a quality minute, everybody. That is all I have for this minute. Do you have anything else for to add? No, that was all I had for this minute as well. Thank you for finishing out the week with us with Minute 48. Join us next week uh, as we watch uh, Minutes 49 through 51. If you want to reach out to us, you can contact us on Twitter at SpiderverseMin, M-I-N, or reach us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube at SpiderverseMinute. And if you want to shoot us an email, you can send one on over to podcast at spiderverseminute.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.